Good morning. You're listening to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kim Parr. I'm in Dalton. I'm with Dan Frierson, the chairman of the Dixie Group. Dan, how you doing? Doing great, Kim, and it's always good to see you. Yeah. It's good to be with you. Today, you announced your third quarter results for 2020, and while sales are down 10% on a year-over-year basis, you're in the black this time, right? Yes, we are. It, it's been quite a quarter for us. We've had a lot going on. We've accomplished a lot. And let me just summarize sort of the things that I think are pertinent to our third quarter. We returned to profitability in the third quarter after the horrible second quarter the whole industry faced. Our gross profit in the third quarter was 25.9% and only 22.1% a year ago, so up 3.8 percentage points. Quite an accomplishment. Our commercial business does continue to be adversely impacted by COVID-19. We haven't seen the same turnaround on the commercial side, and we see no change in the fourth quarter there either. The commercial business currently represents only about 15% of our business. But to mitigate the impact of the slow commercial business, we're actually utilizing some of those manufacturing assets to help support the growth of our residential business. And that's the good news. The residential business continues to gain momentum. For October, orders and sales are up in the low to mid-teens compared to a year ago. Quite a change in any environment. We, along with the industry, have also implemented a price increase in the fourth quarter. Certainly in the upper end, uh, that price increase has, has been very effective. We've provided good operational performance in all of our manufacturing facilities and continue to see major improvements in cost, quality, waste, and service. Through operational improvements, uh, we've been able to reduce our headcount this year 6%, and over the last three years, 26%. Obviously, that's had a major impact on our improvement in gross margin. In addition to that, last week, we refinanced the company. We had loan maturities that were loans that were due in about a year. We have extended those maturities to 5, 10, and 25 years. It's a major change in our balance sheet and prepares us for any eventuality in the future. We also no longer have any goodwill or intangibles on our balance sheet, so uh, We feel like we're in a very strong financial position. In addition to that, we announced a $2.9 million stock repurchase authorization by our board of directors yesterday. You know, in the last 12 months, we have reduced our debt by over $50 million. So our balance sheet today, our financial position today is much stronger. Our residential business is very robust, and uh, we're looking forward to the future. One of the things I'd like to point out is that this quarter, this third quarter last year, you know, was a loss of $2.6 million. And now, I mean, this is approaching a $1 million in, in income. So it's a big shift. And, yes, certainly 2020 we'd all like to have not had this year. It's been a tough year. And it, it's good to have you with a good balance sheet and back in the black. Let's talk a little bit about the residential market. The CRI numbers are telling us that on residentially it's up maybe one and a half points in the third quarter, and you had 3%. So you're actually beating the market, aren't you? We have continued to gain market share over time. You know, after the financial depression or recession of 09, 08, 09, in the next four or five years, we doubled our residential market share by reinvesting in people, product, and equipment. And we're doing the same thing now. And we think over the next 
couple of years, we can continue to gain market share in the residential business, primarily also because the upper end is growing much faster than the market in general. I was going to point out, your fifth largest carpet company in the business, and you play on the upper end, and you, and you almost play up there by yourself in, in many ways, don't you? We never feel like we're by ourselves, let me put it that way. But, you know, the industry average selling price on the, for residential product today is right around $7. We're right around $20. So we're in a very different environment than most of the other players in the industry. A couple other things, though, you point out in this press release is that your hard surface business, which I believe you entered into about three years ago, is showing some tremendous growth, right? Our hard surface business continued to grow even in April and May when the industry was really on its back. We're seeing dramatic growth in in the third quarter and fourth quarter in hard surface. We have a lot of new products. I think you will see us continue to bring out new innovative products and also gain market share. We also are continuing to hire hard surface salespeople only which does help fuel that growth. So we look at the future. We we know that the housing market, retail replacement, also the builder market is where the strength is right now. What's your outlook for that? Any industry statistics you look at today are positive, whether it's home resales, housing starts, money being spent on refurbishment of homes. You know, if somebody had told me that we're going to lock everybody up for three months, and then we're going to turn them loose and they're going to want to buy carpet, I'd have told you you're crazy, but that's what's happened. So well into next year, you'd say, at least. I think the trends we're seeing today, uh, 2021 ought to be a great year. Let me point out what we did this last spring that I think has helped position us so strongly for the, the growth we're seeing. When COVID hit, many in the industry closed their carpet manufacturing facilities. We never did. Obviously, safety of our people was paramount, and we did everything we could to have a safe and working environment relative COVID. But additionally, we wanted to continue servicing the business that was there rather than close our plants and not be able to do that. We cut back shifts. We cut out capacity but we never shut down. Because of that, we've been able to service the business much better than most of our competition. Actually, that's been an issue. that We're hearing some horror stories out there about continuity of supply, dealers who go out and sell a product and then can't get it for their customers. So uh, it's good that you did that. You know, Dan, we did a 100-year story on you in this last issue of Floor Focus magazine. It's great to see a company that you know, started in the apparel business completely shifted over to focus in the flooring business. And, you know, there's been many in the last couple of years who have wondered if, you know, you're going to be able to get back up on top and, and be viable. And it sounds like that you really are going to be a viable force in the future, right? Kemp, I'd like to make one thing very clear. I was not at Dixie when it started 100 years ago, (laughs) contrary to rumors. But yes, uh, we've been through a lot over 100 years. But the one thing we had not been through in the last 100 years was a pandemic. Now we've been through that. So we're, we're ready to go. All right, Dan. Great to spend time with you. Congratulations again on your third quarter results. Again, I've been talking to Dan Frierson, the chairman of the Dixie Group, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaDaily.net.